Welcome back to the Thompson Systems Podcast. I am your host, Drew Champlin, Managing Editor of Thompson Systems Magazine. You can listen to our podcast on any platform such as Apple, Google, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, or any platform that has podcasts. You can also go to thompsonsystems.com slash podcast. We are at more than 75 episodes after about four years of recording, and uh, on today's episode we're going to have mark slotnick of john crane and we're going to talk about dry gas seals all the basics you need to know about dry gas seals john crane is the sponsor of this podcast you can visit them on the web at johncrane.com j-o-h-n-c-r-a-n-e.com and you'll hear a little bit more about john crane as we get a few minutes into the podcast and uh but first let's uh bring in mark slotnick to the podcast mark how you doing today great drew how are you I'm fantastic. I appreciate you taking the time to join me and educate our listeners on dry gas seals. Uh, first off, before we get into this, um, why don't you tell everybody about your background and any other pertinent information you want to share, maybe what you do at John Crane, how long you've been there, anything else? Sure, sure Drew. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, uh, I uh, I started my career in um uh, in 1981 at Chevron Refining in Los Angeles, California. I started as a, uh, a, uh, an, a, um, a machinist apprentice. Uh, then I transferred uh, after that into, uh, into engineering. Uh, and then I got into um, machinery reliability, rotating equipment reliability. I did that for about uh, 10 years. And then in 1995, took a position with John Crane I've been there uh, about 27 years so far, and uh, and right now I am the business development manager for our dry gas seal product here in the Americas. And uh, uh, as such, I've I've uh, I've had assignments with uh, with Solar Turbines and uh, Elliott compressors and Dresser Rand uh, compressors uh, in the OEM realm as well as uh doing a lot of work for the end users so um that's pretty much my background and my experience okay well we will get right into this uh mark so mechanical seals have a couple of categories dry and wet we'll be talking about the dry gas seals here but what is the uh, difference between the dry and the wet seals well you know uh the there's not much difference if you look at the uh, at the mechanical seal itself. They all have the same components. You all have uh, the faces, and you have the uh, secondary sealing elements, and the springs, and the hardware all around them. So they're basically, in that regard, they're they're very similar. Uh, but the uh, the dr- the wet seal ha- uses a uh, a liquid film to uh, to keep the faces from overheating and uh, and basically just grinding themselves apart. Whereas a dry gas seal uses a film of gas between the two faces. Um, and, and that is what cools the faces and, and keeps them from touching each other and, and burning up, basically. Well, uh, when we talk about dry gas seals, where are they most commonly used? And you know, feel free to give plenty of examples. Sure. Okay, so dry gas seals, of course, are used in um, in compressors, all, just pretty much exclusively compressors. There are some niche applications where they're used on the uh, in in light hydrocarbons on on pump li- liquid pump seals on on um, 
used in in dual seals or in or in highly uh, uh, flashing uh, liquids. But for the most part, they're used in compressors and they're used in a, in on a uh, on a gaseous fluid. Um, uh, some common examples would be uh, in our industry today. They're used uh, almost exclusively in liquefied natural gas plants or LNG plants. Um, they're used in in uh, in many process plants, um, chemical chemical plants, and refining. Uh, uh, they're used extensively in uh, natural gas pipeline and pipeline distribution. Uh, pretty much anywhere that you uh, that you have a compressor, uh, there are almost no instances where where the OEMs today are using uh, wet sealed systems. They they've all uh, pretty much converted to dry gas seals. Okay, Mark. So uh, with dry gas seals, what are the big benefits, and, and maybe what pain points do they solve? Well. The largest benefit with a with a dry gas seal is the reduction in leakage over uh, uh, old or conventional what used to be conventional technology, which is oil sealing. Uh, so you get a huge reduction in in uh, leakage to the atmosphere. And uh, and as far as pain points, they they uh, the the pain points that they solve is is exactly that is the uh, is the uh, is the big is the large amount of leakage, but also uh, with with an old style oil system, with, of which there are still plenty of plenty of old oil sealed compressors out there. Uh, they solve the they solve the pain point in that there is uh, you get rid of the uh, highly complicated uh, lube oil system on uh, the compressor, or I'm sorry, seal oil system on the compressor. Which consists of uh, several uh, uh, pressure-controlled uh, cascading pressure control valves, and uh, and 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 oil an oil system that needs to be maintained pretty much on a on a at least a weekly basis in order to uh, keep the compressors uh, and the and the seals running properly. And now a word from our sponsor, John Crane is a global leader in rotating equipment solutions supplying engineered technologies and services to process industries. The company designs and manufactures a variety of products, including mechanical seals and systems, couplings, filtration systems, and predictive digital monitoring technologies. John Crane customer service is accessed through a global network of more than 200 sales and service facilities in over 50 countries. Visit them on the web at johncrane.com. That's J-O-H-N-C-R. A-N-E.com. And now back to the podcast. All right. Well, Mark, so uh, what are the most challenging aspects as it pertains to dry gas seals? Uh, one of the most challenging aspects for dry gas seals is pretty much uh, giving the dry gas seal the environment that it needs to, that it needs to run in. The dry gas seal, uh, by definition, it, it, it runs on uh, a cushion of dry gas, and and unfortunately, that that cushion of dry gas is very very small. It's on the order of three to five microns, so that the gap between the rotating face and the stationary face 
is again that three to five micron uh, gap, which is extremely close. Um, and as such, the, uh, the the gas needs to be the right quality and it needs to be the right cleanliness. So when I say quality, what I'm talking about is it has to be dry or it has to be superheated or it has to be above dew point. Uh, uh, so in other words, when the, when, the, when the leakage goes across the face, we don't want that leakage to condense into a liquid. Uh, because the liquid between the faces at uh, at compressor speeds will will cause uh, will cause problems and and uh, and the faces to contact. Um, so as far as the most challenging aspect, it's getting that getting that right, getting the quality of the gas, the sealing gas uh, around the dry gas seal to be the right uh, the right dew point and to be free of any particulate matter. Okay. Well, Mark, what do users need to know regarding maintenance of dry gas seals? And, you know, just feel free to touch on how long they last. Uh, any other tips you want to share? Um, well, as far as the maintenance of dry gas seals, uh, as long as the, as, as long as like, you know, what I said before about the quality of the gas, if, all of that engineering is done correctly up front. Really, the maintenance of dry gas seals, it's pretty much zero. You, might, you may have a flow controller or a pressure controller, um, that, uh, and, and that pretty much is the only moving part on the control system. Um, and, and typically, uh, that you really don't have that that many problems with them. The other maintenance item on a dry gas seal would be the filters, and you would want to you would want to um, be sure that you get a duplex, a full duplex type filter that uh, that you can change over while the machine is running, um, and and so you can change the filters on the run, um, uh, and, uh, and and that's about. Uh, that's about it on maintenance of dry gas seals. But uh, as far as how long they last, they they can uh, dry gas seals. We've had dry gas seals last over 30 years uh, in in the right environment. Uh, but typically, what tends to uh, wear out on a dry gas seal is uh, if if uh, if you have the secondary seals are are O-rings, the uh, the O-ring will uh, eventually get hard. And will have to be replaced, and and that that can happen anywhere from ten to fifteen years out. Um, again, as far as maintenance tips, uh, I would I would say, you know, make sure you get a, a duplex uh, filter that you can change over easily, um, and, uh, and and you don't lose you you don't lose any pressure in those uh, in those filters. Um, and, and, and another great thing about this is is the new API 692 standard, um, and and this standard basically takes the dry gas seal selection out of 617 and 614, and and it's and it's in its own standalone uh, standalone API standard, which is 692. Uh, really, um, if, if you know absolutely nothing about, about dry gas seals, if if you if you follow that standard, you 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 will get a dry gas seal and a dry gas seal system that uh, that will get you started off on on a very good foot. 
and uh, and and you really won't need to think too much about maintenance and how long they last as long as you follow that standard. Are there any misconceptions out there about dry gas seals? And if so, what what are they? Um, I don't know about misconceptions. I mean, I guess there uh, some people have some misconceptions about dry gas seals, but most people. Um, uh, most people that that I that I deal with um, that are not machinery people, uh, they they see the dry gas seal as this black box where it's uh, it's 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 not much different than a regular mechanical seal on a pump. Uh, like I was saying in the beginning, the uh, the dry gas seal has all the exact same parts as a as a liquid seal. It's it's the same. The only difference is is the uh, is the medium that you're that you're running the seal in? Uh, again, a dry gas seal has a uh, uh, runs on a gas. You know, hopefully it's a dry gas, uh, like I was saying before. Um, but uh, 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 misconceptions. You know, some people may think they 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 will run forever, and and they will run a long long time. But they, they uh, they're like any other mechan- piece of uh, mechanical equipment. They need to be main, uh, uh, maintained and, and serviced every once in a while. But again, you can get you can get some very long run times out of them. Um, uh, some people some people may think that uh, that uh, they're not uh, they're not as robust as say maybe an old fashioned oil system. In some ways they aren't, but in in some ways they are. Uh, uh, again, it, it all comes down to the engineering up front and and making sure that the uh, that the sealing gas coming into the seal is nice and and clean and the right quality. Well, I guess Mark, to uh, maybe wrap this podcast up, uh, let's talk about your experiences with dry gas seals. Uh, how long have you been working in your career with dry gas seals, and do you have any examples of maybe a Work case study or anything like that where you were able to solve a certain problem by using a dry gas seal. Okay, um, I've uh, I've been working with dry gas seals since uh, since the early '90s, and uh, and as far as a work case study where um, where we solved the problem with a dry gas seal, I can talk about uh, we had a uh, a wet gas machine. Uh, in a, in a cat cracker, the cat cracker wet gas machine. Uh, it was a uh, it was an oil sealed. Uh, it was an old Clark compressor, horizontally split case uh, compressor with uh, with with oil seals. And uh, the customer was going through about about ten to fifteen barrels of of uh, of uh, it's lube and seal oil a day, uh, just to keep the uh, just to keep the compressor running, and uh, and it was costing them a fortune. You know, a, a barrel of lube oil cost them about fifteen hundred dollars. So so that was you know uh, that was thousands of thousands of dollars a day that they were losing just in oil. Not to mention the fact that they were fouling their uh, they were fouling their piping and their compressors and 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 cutting down on product uh yield out of out of the cat cracker so uh what they what they finally did they were very very weary about changing to a dry gas seal because 
you know, they could limp along with, uh, with the oil seal, you know, by just putting more oil in it. And with the dry gas seal, if anything goes wrong, they were worried that they would have to shut down and, and turn it off. So we replaced those oil seals with, uh, with what we call a double, a double seal with a, uh, with a nitrogen uh, sealing gas. And we use a natural gas buffer on the inboard of that seal. Um, that seal's been in service for about 15 years and uh, with, with, without any issues. And, uh, and the customer still, still calls today and, and, and asks uh, how I'm doing. And, and, and they're so happy with, uh, with, with, the, with, the, uh, with the outcome. And, uh, you know, and, and they recently sent their seals in for a, uh, to have the O-rings changed. Uh, that, that's their spare set of seals just to have the O-rings changed, just, you know, just uh, when, they, uh, when, they, when they go to shut that machine down and they want to change the seals out in it. But uh, that, was, that was a big deal. Um, they've, they've saved millions of dollars in, in both downtime and, and in uh, seal oil um, costs. Well, Mark, that's a great rundown on the benefits of dry gas seals and the basics. I want to thank you so much for your time and your expertise on this podcast. Thanks, Drew. Thanks a lot. Uh, It was was my pleasure. Absolutely. And uh, I want to thank our listeners for listening to this episode of the podcast on dry gas seals with Mark Slotnick of John Crane. I want to thank our sponsor, John Crane. Visit them on the web at johncrane.com. J-O-H-N-C-R-A-N-E dot com. Please search and subscribe to the Pumps and Systems podcast on any platform such as Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. Just type in Pumps and Systems and you'll find us and you can subscribe. You can email me the host, Drew Champlin, at D-C-H-A-M-P-L-I-N at C-A-H-A-B-A-M-E-D-I-A dot com dchamplin at kahabamedia.com we'd love to hear some feedback on the podcast or any topics you want to hear from a future guest on the podcast until next time thank you so much for listening